Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hey, and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I'm going to give you another little draft excerpt from the novel I'm writing, Fruit Booters, a rollerblading novel. Um, I'm really in first draft stage, so I'm just vomiting stuff out on paper. But I want to share a little bit, because it's a fun little story. Um, I am trying to get this done. At the moment, I'm finding time to get a lot out. And it's often early on in these things, it's fun and exciting, so you do just get it out. But I am also crowdfunding in order to set aside some time to make sure I do finish it and do polish it up and, and get it out there. And, um, and, and I'm crowdfunding to set aside some time to do that because these things are so hard to see right through to completion. Um, and even if they do, seeking out publication can take ages as well. Um, and so, if you want to get behind it and get a chance to have access to more kind of early draft stuff, and then even there's particular kind of tiers where you can get like a, either like a digital version of the finished manuscript, even before it gets published, or a, like a published, a published hard copy signed by some Aussie pros, that kind of stuff, um, then you can go to patreon.com. Michael G. James, or one word, Michael G. James, and, um, and pledge there and, and back getting this thing done. Anyway, so this little excerpt, it's, it's part of a chapter I have planned for the first part of the book, that the first part of the book set in the 90s, the, the second part in the 2000s, the third part in the 2010s. This first part's in the 90s, and, and there's a chapter where I'm just going to do a whole bunch of little stories, what they call vignettes, little stories that kind of paint a picture of the scene more generally, um, the skate scene, the world, the characters, the people, and whatever else. And this little story is like a fictionalised version of um, a story a story that Sesamora told in one of the interview episodes that he did with me on the Mad Beef podcast. And it's, it was such a cool, relatable story, such a funny little story, that it kind of inspired then my own, um, uh, like I say, fictionalised jumping off to what we've got here. So I'll read this little uh, draft section to you. Scott Davison had begun to get a name for himself. Some competition wins, skate sponsor, trip to the US. He didn't really roll in a crew, just kept to himself and kept steadily improving, improving, improving. You couldn't miss him. Stocky, muscular, eyebrow ring, tattoos. Nobody had tattoos back then, not yet, but he just turned 18. And a spiky flat top haircut. One day, fairly early, around 10 o'clock, Scott turned up at one of the lesser known ramps and had been even more likely to be quiet this early in the morning. But there was a kid there already, he saw, drinking a Coke and chewing on a roll-up. The kid couldn't have been more than 11, 12 maybe, maybe even younger, but He'd already learned swagger and he'd even hardened up. He had skates on and he was okay too. 
carving the face of the ramp and doing a little hand plant turn things. Hey matey, Scott said as he approached. The kid looked down from the ramp platform, nodded slightly and sniffed. Scott walked slowly up the ramp stairs, put his backpack and skates down, took a drink of water and watched the kid do another run. Sitting in, entry, same collection of a few tricks, except for a hand plant to fakie. Nowhere near the handstand it could have been, just rocking up on his palms and rocking back down into the ramp. The kid finished by popping up and sitting on the lip of the ramp, sniffed and spat on the platform. Scott nodded appreciatively and the kid sniffed and cocked his head, but his eyes betrayed a little bit of pleasure. Shit, can you do a backflip? The kid asked as Scott finished his second warm-up run. The kid fished another roll-up out of his bag. Scott sighed, caught his breath, looked out across the park, patchwork greens and browns peppered with people and dogs, morning light, bright and fresh. Yeah. Go on. No. Go on. Do one then. What's your name? Rick. Look, Rick. Scott now looked him right in the eyes. Look, I came here to skate, not to perform for you. I'm not going to do tricks on demand. Ah, oh, Rick said, squinting and thinking. Seemed a bit confused. He took another bite on a piece of roll-up. He sniffed. Well, why don't you then? <laughs> Scott laughed in defeat and rolled across to his bag, grabbed his water bottle and took a swig. Sweat now tickled his skin all over and his muscles were burning and buzzing. He was still breathing heavily and his senses were on full alert. You're pretty good, the kid said with expertise after Scott did a few more runs. Scott had fallen on a 720 and just plodded back up the stairs. He smiled, hands on hips, catching his breath, squinting and grimacing a bit. The kid looked at him authoritatively with his chin up. and Scott couldn't believe what he said, then pronounced. You're not as good as Scott Davison though, but... Is that right? Scott smiled, sitting down with his back against the side fence of the ramp platform. Yeah. The kid looked at Scott apologetically and spat philosophically. He's a fucking champion, but... Good, huh? Yeah, he's filth. Uh, a pause. Magpies entertained them with their bubbling song. Sparrows chirped mechanically. Scott's breath was starting to slow. He was here yesterday, actually. The kid revealed, casually. Yeah? Yeah? Scott Davidson. I was here too. I saw him. He skates here sometimes. Oh yeah? Yeah. He was doing airs. Bigger than yours. And backflips too. He can do backflips. That right? Yeah, it was sick. The kid lied, imagining the scene, 
like it was dinosaurs or Star Wars. Scott didn't know what to say. You gonna have another skate rig? He asked. The kid decided yes. Scott fished around in his bag and found a permanent marker in the front pocket with his wallet and Allen keys and paracetamol and car keys. He grabbed the kid's jacket and signed the bottom corner near the zip. Better than Scott Davidson, he wrote, and then signed it with his name. He bunched the jacket up to hide the autograph, leaned back against the fence, and watched the little kid escape. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.